Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live and in person, back from Portugal after a two-week run. So happy to have him back. It's the comfortable confines, his home away from home. Doug Oster, the organic gardener, dougoster.com. Let me just say this. I know a lot of you have got gardening questions, and you just have been chomping at the bit to have an opportunity to talk to him. So guess what we're going to do first couple of segments? Wall-to-wall phone calls. So any gardening questions as warm weather is upon us, According to AccuWeather for most of this week, great week to get out in the garden and get going. You need to call 866-391-1020. And we've got Rob Krulljack preparing those trees for summer storms in just about 30 minutes. But he is never a storm. He is sunny, blue skies, and it's a lot to get to right now with Doug. So without further ado, we'll get to him right after I tell you if you're the 10th caller at 412-922-1020, you're going to win a $25 gift certificate to Sorgles in Wexford. But here he is just through customs and a little jet lag, but ready to go. Doug Oster, welcome back. We missed you. Oh, I missed you guys. It seemed like you were gone forever. Uh, it did seem like I was gone forever. You know, that's a 13-day trip. That's, I think, the longest trip I've ever taken. But Portugal was absolutely beautiful. I'll tell you about it in a second because I want to tell you about what's going on at Sorgles today. There is a cool event from 9 to 3 at Sorgles today. The Allegheny Chapter of the North American Rock Garden Society is having their rock garden plant show and sale. So they're going to have all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, Tufa Rock, which is... Uh, and troughs, which you can plant in, miniature conifers, and these really cool alpine plants. Uh, this is the first uh, year that the plant sale's been back in several uh, since COVID, and uh, really a cool thing. Go up to Sorgles and check it out if you're interested in that. Well, yeah, Portugal. Man, it was a great, great trip. Uh, we saw some amazing garden stuff, this place called the Terra Nostra Botanical Garden. has the greatest collection of camellias in the world and I, I guess we're always fascinated with things that we can't grow you know they grow a little further south than us and they're tough as nails and they're beautiful with uh, you know shiny green leaves but the flowers are just spectacular and oh I could have been I could have spent all day there I posted all sorts of videos and pictures on my Facebook page check it out uh, another thing we went to this island called Madeira in the Azores and I had never seen anything like this either. The Madeira Flower Festival, they had a parade where tens of thousands of people came out. And the people in the parade were all dressed in flower gowns and dancing and music. And then afterwards, they had a big gala that would happen to be at our uh, hotel. <laughs> it was one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen. Again, I, I, made, I posted some videos. It was, it was just wild. And then the Madeira Botanical Garden, Botanical Garden we saw... It was just a great trip, and oh, the food! Food was unbelievable. 
And so if you're interested in traveling with me, I do have seats available for my second trip to Italy in October. It is the least expensive trip to Europe I've ever done. We're going to see Florence, Pisa, and then off the beaten path Italy, which is my favorite part of Italy. All the information is at DougOster.com. And my free online classes continue every Thursday at 5 o'clock. This week, it's all about cheating. (laughs) Tricks and tips to get your tender plants in the ground because you know what? As nice as the weather looks, uh, as warm as it is out there, it is still too early for the super tender stuff just because the... uh, the soil temperatures still are, are too cold. You put tomatoes and peppers in, and you, you might be able to get away with it. You look at the 10-day, you might be able to get away with it, but they're going to be just kind of sitting there and a uh, little <laughs> waiting for things to warm up. And uh, so I'm not putting anything in yet. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting. I got to tell you something real quick before I forget. So I met a couple who lives in Hanover Township just down the road from Janoski's. And he said, I want to thank you. And I said, well, about what? He said, listen to the radio. And I told this to Melinda the other night. I said, I got to make sure I tell Doug about this. So cherry tree, every year, as soon as the cherries would come in and blossom, birds would come in and destroy them, wipe them out. So the, his neighbor came up with a solution. When Mr. Signa was on the air at KDK radio, took the radio out, put it at the base of the tree, <laughs> long extension cord, crank up the radio, never had a problem again. So I'm thinking... If you would put that in your garden, you think that might tell the deer and rabbit to stay away because there may be someone out there? Do you think a human voice could actually frighten those animals away? It's funny. You know, I did a story on a garden, and that was one of the things they did. They put you on uh, out in the in the garden. <laughs> no problem whatsoever. <laughs> and uh, eventually she said that she, she thought that during the, the – commercials and the breaks that the deer were dancing to the music <laughs> but uh i i have heard that you know i mean if your neighbors have a, have, com- a, have a talk radio going right you know uh what do you got to lose kind of acts know? like a scarecrow no pun intended but but i was i was out in the garden yesterday with my little dog who who barks like crazy when he sees a deer the deer was standing i was talking to the dog and the deer was standing four feet on the other side of the fence just looking at me. It's a young one that didn't really know what I was. And it's got a barking dog, which if that fence wasn't there, that little dog would chase after that deer. But it just was standing there like, oh, hi. Oh, here we go. Well, I think we've just taken away so much habitat that they've just learned to deal with us as just another part of the land that they live in. But it's, anyway. It's, 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 it's absolutely terrible. I came back to, you know, again, they're not supposed to eat lilacs. I came back to a lilac completely stripped. I planted these lilacs for my wife. Oh. And I, you know, I, I should have sprayed them. I should have sprayed them before I left, but uh, I didn't. And, uh, you know, it'll come back, but how many times can it be stripped clean and then still come back? It, it, it takes a lot of energy to come back. And, you know, I'm, I'm fertilizing lots of plants that, that have gone through that where, the deer have have stripped them, but man, they are a real pain. And uh, anybody who gardens knows that they're a real pain. And yes, there are sprays that keep them away, but you've got to remember to spray. <laughs> and in this case, you know, I was gone thirteen weeks. I was just glad that my wife agreed to water the uh, the plants in the greenhouse. She overwatered them, but that's better than underwatered them. So I'm letting those dry out. All my peppers and tomatoes. 
And, you know, I had a, a weird uh, daffodil experiment. You know, I talked about this in the winter where I still had bulbs to plant, and I was planting way too late, you know, January, February, which you don't even know. You could be stuck with those bulbs. But we had that weird, mild winter, and so I planted some really, really late. They're blooming now. Which is interesting because, you know, for the most part, all daffodils are, are basically done when we get to, you know, halfway, certainly halfway through May. Maybe a few late ones would be left, but I've got two or three patches. Yeah, three patches that were planted really late that are blooming. And that might be kind of something because I, you know, I, I'm fanatical about daffodils and I love that daffodil season and it's sad when it's over. But an interesting way to extend it. So I'm going to play around with that a little bit, too. There's always something that nature does to uh, to surprise us. And um, this is also my year of the foxglove. Uh, I, I bought a bunch of foxglove seeds two years ago, never got them planted, planted them this year. And I was really um, happily surprised to see everything germinate. And, I mean, they are really tiny. And I got some poppies to germinate, too, in a, in a, in a pot in there. And so I'm going to keep working on that. I'm really excited about the foxglove. Foxglove is deer, super deer resistant. It's poisonous, so they're not. I've never seen them eat it. And I've got some annual ones. I've got some biennials. I've got some perennials. And I, since I live in the shade, foxglove will be perfect for me. It's just they're they're still at this point they're really really tiny. And uh, the second season of my television show in Doug's Garden premieres Saturday at 9 a.m. on CBS streaming. And our guest today, Rob Krulljack, will be with me on that show also, uh, as it's uh, also sponsored by Davy Tree. And he's going to show us how to plant a tree with an interesting <laughs> visual that Rob built. I used it uh, uh, at the uh, Home and Garden show, and, and we're going we're gonna to do it on, on a video. And it just it shows exactly how to plant a, a, a tree without actually planting it. It shows you how to get the depth right. And so all the details for that show and everything else I'm talking about today is at uh, DougOster.com. All right, Doug, thanks. Larry Marty looking for hometown heroes. If you know someone doing extraordinary things in your community, we want to know about them. Nominations are now in and open at KDKRadio.com. Larry and Marty's hometown heroes, 100.1 FM, AM 1020, KDK. And don't miss Dead and Company on their summer 2023, the final tour coming to the Pavilion at Star Lake in Burgettstown, Monday, June 5th. For your chance to win a pair of tickets to the show, all you have to do is log in, search, and listen to KDK on the free odyssey app or stream us online for every hour you're logged in and listening you will get an entry into the contest only have a few minutes to spare no worries every minute you listen will add up until you hit the hour mark the more you listen the more chances you have to win get all the details at kdkradio.com by clicking the contest tab at the top of the page pro tip make sure you are signed in to your account to get entered 866-391-1020 your calls next all right, we're back. We got some uh, people that want to talk to Doug. So, what do you say we say good morning to our first caller on the Organic Gardener? It's Joyce on KDKA. Good morning, Joyce. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? Hey, Doug. My uh, dogwood tree is blooming. However, the bracts are about half the size as they normally are. And uh, I was wondering if there's something behind that. Yeah, my guess would be. Just the winter, you know, dogwoods really took a beating uh, during mm-hmm. during that December cold spell. And I was just guessing, thinking that uh, those buds probably took a beating when it got that cold. And so 
you know, they're blooming, but eh, my advice would be fertilize that tree with some holly tone, you know, okay. uh, get one of those small bags of holly tone, easy to find, organic, uh, mm-hmm. perfect for a, a dogwood, just to give it a little bit of a boost uh, as it's putting on buds after it's done blooming. But just be glad you got blooms. I have a friend that sent me a text yesterday and he, he, he planted a dogwood in October and let's just say it doesn't look good. <laughs> you know, no, yeah. bu- no buds, uh, brown leaves. Uh, and so again, that winter was very unusual and, and had some uh, devastating effects in my garden, you, you know. So that's where I'm thinking, you know, the, the fact that it's blooming is a great thing. Maybe not to, to full potential, but I think that fertilizer will help that tree out a lot, okay? Okay, thanks so much. Thank Have you. Have a good day. All right, let's say hi to uh, Darlene. Darlene, you're on The Organic Gardener with Doug Oster, KDK Radio. Good morning. Hey. Hi, um, Doug. We're having a problem with kale, and you make it sound so easy to grow. It's in North Park compost. Can you tell me what we could do to help it out? So what's what's going on with it? And tell me when when was it planted? And Dave, what? Dave, well, you know us from Giant Eagle, Dave and Dar. Right. And he planted um, different lettuces, and we've been eating salads and stuff. It's the kale, probably four weeks now you think it was too early to plant no no it wasn't too early is it just that it's he just he almost sits and watches it like a boiling <laughs> pot it's he's like the lettuce is coming in i've had two salads but it's just not growing i'm gonna really make you upset when i tell you what's going on with my kale uh, well, you're, it's going crazy. It's going it? crazy, and it's been. That's what he says. It's been, always <laughs> makes it sound like weed growing. It is growing in my garden. It is growing like a weed, but you know, there's always these things. You know, if you're growing it in good compost, there's nothing else you can do. You know, nothing. I I would. Okay. Is it was it from plants or from seeds? It was from plants. I think he went on to Home Depot or something. All right, well, give it. Stick with no, those. He, he went down Hans, as a matter of fact, because we're waiting for a flat of Portulakis. He went down there, I think. So s- stick with what you've got there. I would feed them that, uh, and they have it at Han, Han. No, the Dramatic. It's dramat- It's a liquid fertilizer with two M's. There's two places to carry it. Chapin's down in the South Hills, and then Han Nursery in the north. Okay. We and, always go to Han. Okay. Well, you're gonna. they've got it there. And I don't get I don't get paid to tell you about that fertilizer. That's what I use. You just mix it up with a little water, feed the kale that. But I would also plant some more kale uh, along with what you got going there. It'll get going. You, okay. You know, say you, the name of it again. Dramatic with two dramatic. M's. Dramatic. Okay. Just yeah. like I am. Right. Dramatic. I said it's, okay. it's named after you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep, love you. Keep me po- <laughs> keep me posted on how that kale's doing. I'd put a little bit more in, and maybe even get some seeds going too. And you'll get some good kale. You know what you're doing. If you're what? getting lettuce, you'll be able to get kale. Yeah, my, that's what we thought. My, my kale's been sitting there in the cold frame for like t- two or three years, and it just keeps coming back. So wow. I'm sorry if that makes you feel terrible. But. We're jealous. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call. Good to talk to you guys. All right. Up next, it's Fred. Fred, you're on KDK with Doug Oster. Hey, Fred. Hey, Doug. Um, I have a dogwood question also. Um, when we bought this house in 1992, the dogwood was there. It was about my height. Now it's about three times my height. But the last two years, it, it looks like it's doing pretty good, and the blooms maybe aren't quite as nice as they have been, but it looks pretty healthy, except the question is there's a green, um, I don't know what it is, not a moss, but there's a green. You can stop right there. 
What is that? <laughs> okay. It's a good thing, and it's called lichens. Oh, okay. And so it, it looks really scary. You know, it's so funny because even when I was in Portugal, they have it really, uh, it really goes crazy in Portugal because of the weather, I guess. And everybody that would see it, see it said, I've got that at home. What is that fungus? Is it killing the tree? No, it's uh, actually something that tells us that where you're living has some decent air quality. And so oh, okay. don't, don't worry about that on your tree. Okay. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a positive. Now, the other thing about dogwoods is they could definitely benefit from, like I said, we talked about this uh, just a little bit ago, a little bit of fertilizer and a little bit of mulch. And, I've been feeding it compost for over 15 years. All right, you're in good shape then. And, okay. and probably the same thing happened to you that happened to the first caller where uh-huh. the buds got really hit hard in that, right. that cold spell. So Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that tree's doing so good, uh, and, and you, now you have nothing to worry about. Okay. And enjoy those blooms. I'm glad that I got back from Portugal in time to see my dogwood blooms because I oh, love yeah. I love uh, seeing those dogwoods do their thing. They're just so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. All right, you. thanks for your call. All okay. Right. One more call before the break. A couple of minutes left before we do that. Here's Anna in Cranberry on KDK for Doug Oster. Hi, Anna. Hello. Good morning, guys. Hey, speaking of the winter, um, we have two Lily of the Valley shrubs we got at Hans about three years ago. Have been doing beautifully this year. You guessed it. They're all brown. Nothing. Should we pull them? Oh, it still might be a little early. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat with many plants. I'm just holding out hope that they're going to sprout. The first thing to do is, is, is go to those tips of those branches and bend them. If they break right in half, it's probably, it's probably time to pull them. But if they bend, if there's a little bit life left in there, you might still be okay. I, I've heard a lot of people pulling shrubs that I didn't think they should pull yet. Okay. Uh, in in my case, I've got this one I love called Caria, and it looks awful. But I've got a few stems on there that have some life in them. I'm going to cut down the brown stuff and and pray and water and fertilize and see what happens. You have nothing to lose by waiting, and you might right. win, you might win. By waiting, just what should I fertilize them with, Doug? The same thing. That use holly tone, but don't holly don't plant tone. Would plant tone be okay? Plant tone be fine, but don't waste that unless you see signs of life. There's okay. no, there's no. Okay. It's not going to bring it back to life. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Good luck with that. Thank pl- you so much. Good luck. All right. Speaking of bringing things back to life, uh, can you bring any storm damage, severely injured tree back to life? Or when they are gone, they are gone. Just one of the many things you and uh, Robert. Yeah, we'll about. talk a little bit about it. Dead is dead. But, you know, we're in this transition period right now where the plants got hit hard in that December time. But down at the root level, they might be OK. They might still be able to come back. Don't don't pull something prematurely just because you don't like the way it looks. If you don't like the way it looks over there, look over this direction where the dogwoods are blooming, where it looks nice. All right, we're going to come back. Rob Crueljack, it is Davy Tree Talking Tree, preparing your trees for summer storms, a topic of conversation. And you're going to have a chance to get all your tree questions answered as well at 866-391-1020. Certified Hereford beef on the grill. It's the beef. We're going to be preparing talking recipes with representatives from that great brand with Frank Dentisi on the Coons Cooking Hour, less than a half hour away. And Rob Taylor, next with your news on KDKA. 
We are joined by Rob Krulljack from the Davy Tree Expert Company. Before we get going, Rob, on summer 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 storm prep, easy for me to say. What <laughs> was this uh, kind of cold spring? How does this affect things, or does it? Yeah, it does. I, it, it, everything's just confused. Um, just yeah, like we, me. We, we, yeah, we, we've lost buds on trees that you know typically would have um, you know been been in full leaf by now. Um, a lot of the blooms got knocked back. Some things bloomed way early, and now they're done. Um, it's it's yeah, it's very confusing spring here for the uh, for the plant life. So we're going to talk about preparing for the summer storms. They're going to come. When you mm-hmm. go to a property and you're thinking about summer storms, what's the first couple things you look at? I, I, I go for the obvious first. You know, you know the low hanging fruit, if you will. Um, you know, it, it, looking in the tree canopies for anything that may have, uh, you know, broken or dislodged over the winter that's just kind of hanging there that, you know, could blow out in a storm. Uh, also looking for, you know, just the, the structures of the trees, you know, how they, they are, um, their growth habit. Uh, you know, they have uh, weak unions in the, the, main, uh, the main stem areas um, that could, you know, come apart during a storm. Something would try to mitigate with some mechanical support like cabling or bracing. Um, those, those are probably the main ones in the safety area for, for hazard mitigation. And, you know, for, for somebody that has big trees or any trees around the property, when should you get, uh, this inspection and how often should the property be inspected if you've got trees all around the the landscape? Yeah, you know, a lot of our, our properties we visit once a year. Um, you know, just to have a look around. You know, not not always something needs done, but we never um, never excuse me mind coming out and and doing an inspection. So yearly would is smart in the springtime is a good time to do it. Once the leaves come on, um, is preferable just because then you can see if you know if a tree is is not going to bloom fully and maybe there's something more to it something else wrong with it but that's why uh yeah a yearly inspection would be preferable how is it that you guys can come out for free um i i think that's a great service but how how can you do that you know it's we we don't like to just kind of go on just free consultations all day long but um you know it, Typically, the, the free consultation leads to, you know, some business because you, you will discover something on a property that needs attention. But talk about, you, you know, you and I have talked at depth about this off the air, the ethics that are involved in being a certified arborist. That is the key. That's why you got to have a certified arborist wherever they come from. It has to be a certified arborist because they're not just going to try and sell you something, Right. Right. An ISA certified arborist, the International Society of Arboriculture is the only um, accreditation, uh, you know, institution in the world for uh, arboriculture. So, you know, having that ISA certified arborist credential is very important because you, you are getting someone that, you know, is bound to a code of ethics whose main goal is to preserve the tree, not just remove it. And that that's become a problem, honestly, you know, with, with the storms in, in the springs. And um, and it's just as climate changes, you know, some, some more severe weather, but that doesn't mean that every tree within, you know, striking distance of your house has to be removed, you know, and we're seeing a lot of like a knee jerk reaction, I feel to, you know, you know, killer trees, this and that, that, that are being re- removed unnecessarily. Well, it just, it breaks my heart to see homeowners ripped off, you know, 
by mm-hmm. somebody coming just trying to make a buck off them, and they're just gonna, they're gonna they're gonna find something to do. You know, I know in fact because I'm always sending uh, people uh, you know the Davy number. I know in fact for a fact, certified arborists come. They look at something. They're like, uh, "There's nothing to do here. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it." And that makes me feel good that it's it's not just no matter you know if you come, you're not definitely going to uh, get business out of it. Where when a, you know it's a chuck in a truck, they're always going to find something to do. Yes, no, it's true. I mean, I've been to all of us have been to many properties where uh, sorry, yeah, no, everything looks great. You're in good shape. Give us a call next year. We'll you know come back and take another look. Let's let's so. t- let's talk a little bit about safety for homeowners, and I mm-hmm. want I want to talk safety, chainsaw safety. You and I worked together last year um, for the 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 television show uh, in Doug's Garden by Davy Tree, and you showed all the safety stuff you should have on when using a chainsaw. First off, should a homeowner really be even using a chainsaw? I won't use one anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think any, there's anything wrong with that. I, I know, you know, plenty of people who do, but you know, just it's spend a couple extra bucks and just get some of the the personal protective equipment or PPE as we call it um, to help keep them safe while they're operating it. Ninety um, percent of chainsaw cuts occur below the waist, so a, a very inexpensive pair of chaps, chainsaw protective uh, garments, could, could really make a, a life or death. You know, difference. Yeah what what are those what are those made out of? That can they can they stop a chainsaw from like if you slip or something? You're wearing those chaps. They're 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 technically chainsaw resistant. Okay. And what they do is inside the the the, the chap itself is a uh, a, a, a cottony material mm-hmm. that when the chain comes into contact with it binds up inside the chainsaw and stops the chain from spinning almost instantly. All right. Yeah. There is a chance, yeah, you could still get a cut, but seriously, or nothing near as serious as it would if you did not have them on. So, you know, they're, they're you know, $100. They could, could really save your life. You know, if you hit your artery, that's, you're going to, it's not going to be a good ending. So, yeah, that, that and, and a helmet, you know, a helmet, pair of safety glasses, ear protection, and stay off the ladders. You know, if there's anything that you see in your yard, then I'll just put the ladder up there and go up and cut that branch off. And that, that's never a good idea. That's when you, you should really call somebody. Well, you and I are going to be working together uh, this week, and I want to uh, you to break out your tree planting apparatus. <laughs> <laughs> what would you call that thing? That you, that, I, that I, I haven't I... come up with a name yet for it. I like the tree planting apparatus, though. That could work. <laughs> But we're going to teach people uh, how to plant a tree without actually planting a tree. We did this together at the Home and Garden Show. It was a big hit, Rob, uh, except I had to drag that thing into the the home show along with like a 200-pound tree. Where are we going to get another tree? We need to find another tree for, for tree planting. Well, we'll start looking. We're getting together to plant it, so we'll make it happen. So have you guys been planting this spring, even in this cold weather? Yes, yep. As long as the ground is, is not frozen, you know, it, you, you can still plant plant trees, you know. So, yeah, we, even if it's cold, that's okay. Yeah, it's a little bit less stressful, too, because, um, you know, just not, not the heat on the roof balls and everything that we have out of the ground right now waiting to go in. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's okay. Cool weather and, and rain, I think, is a good thing 
for planting trees. Real mm-hmm. quick, we got about a, about a minute left. Um, what are the downsides to planting in the spring, if there are any? Yeah, um, none that I can think of. I okay. mean, spring and fall are both, both great. Um, I, I guess fall maybe a little bit better if the, the plants are already dormant. You know, because then you're, it's really less of a, a shock. But, um, yeah, there really is no downside. Awesome. That, that's good to know. That's yeah. great to know. All right, Rob, you hang in there. Uh, we'll bring you back after the break. Uh, if you've got a tree question, give us a call, 866-391-1020. For more information about Davey Tree or to ask what's going on with your trees, go to Davey.com slash KDKA. And remember, you can always call the experts from Davey Tree at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. All right, coming up, we'll come back. One more segment with Rob and Doug, and then we are cooking certified Hereford beef uh, on the Coons Cooking Hour. And then it's Dorothy's Candies with Nan Cohen and the folks from Dorothy's Candies coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Then Baird's Your Money and You, and then a lot of baseball, a lot of football, and more. Everything that sports on the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday show at 11 a.m. on KDKA. All right, we've got Rob Kuljak here, another segment, so we're going to take some tree questions. Let's begin with Stan in West Mifflin. You're on KDKA. Hello, Stan. How are you? Hey, pretty good, guys. Got a question for you. I got a 35-foot, 30-year-old magnolia tree. It didn't bloom this year again. Uh, But when do you prune this thing? It's getting a little out of hand. All right. Um, Yeah, let's let's talk about pruning. Let's talk about first... uh, Rob, why should he prune or should he prune? Yeah, I mean, pruning pruning is different than shaping or topping, which is really bad. You know, pruning is going to remove your dead branches, your branches that cross over one another, that are braided against one another. Uh, anything broken, hanging or unhealthy, maybe with a cavity or um, some other defect. Um, so pruning is, is necessary and it's important, um, but we don't want to try to change the, the size and shape of a, a tree um, some some will tolerate it, but but for the most part, you know, the the, the tree we want to leave it go in its natural form. With a, um, because well, we get it first. The problem reaction. is uh, the branches are hanging down over when we cut the grass. You you're getting hit in the head with a branch. Oh, yeah, no one likes that. So yeah, absolutely, Ele- elevate it to uh, you know a safe level, so you're not you know poked, you know getting poked in the eye or anything. Yeah. Um, but always trying to, I guess, uh, when you're doing that, you want to be trying to cut back to a branch union, you know, not just cut the end off of a branch, if that makes sense. And, Rob, talk about how this isn't done in just one cut. You know, when you've got a big tree like that, you've got an overhanging branch you want to get rid of. You don't go right to, you know, a quarter inch from the trunk to make this cut. You've got to make some other cuts beforehand for the health of the tree, right? Yes, yeah. It, it, the smaller wound on a on a tree, the better. So if you can accomplish that elevation uh, change by just taking like the lower hanging parts off of a larger branch, that would be way better for the tree than taking off the branch entirely. When would be a good time to get you guys to come out and do this? Spring, uh, any, fall, summer? Yeah, it, it's, uh, spring after the after the blooms. If your magnolia was to bloom, it would like to do it afterwards. Um, but magnolias are safe to prune any time of year. Uh, the only trees we're really um, concerned about, you know, timing with are oaks and elms, which must be done in the winter months. So the magnolia, yeah, if you give us a call, we could come out and take a look and get to that within a month or so. 
All right, gentlemen. Thank you kindly. Thanks for your call. All right, let's go. Thank you. Let's go to Joe. Joe, you're on the air. Rob Krulljack, Doug Oster, Rob Pratt, KDK. How you doing, Hi, Joe? Doug. Long-time listener. Great to have Davey Tree. always like listening to them. But uh, this is a perfect segment because I'm sitting in my backyard looking at about 20 trees. And, of course, I, I'm in one of those areas that got hit by a storm. I have a maple tree that got the top snapped off about 35 foot up and straight up from there. And I got beech, elm, hemlock, sassafras. But my first concern was I want to get maybe uh, an arborist to come out and take a look. Usually about every three or four years I get someone to check it out. But I'm in the Ligonier area. Not sure if you travel that far. I'm actually in Ligonier right now at a friend's house. (laughs) Come on over. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'll give you guys the contact information and you can call each other. Just just run over on Sunday in your spare time, Rob. Right. <laughs> hey, no, but 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 that's good. So okay, I noticed how contact you. But uh, the first issue I had, um, I'm wondering, is it my my house has so many trees around, grass doesn't grow, and I don't really want grass to grow. But uh, I wanted to put some bark or mulch, like from the tree cuttings, because everybody's getting their trees cut up here now. And I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. is it safe to put it close to these trees? I mean, I know not around, not to bunch it up around the root and that, but um, yep. just wondering, if, is that safe for that? Yes, yeah. If you can get wood chips, wood, wood chips make excellent mulch. It's, it's very inexpensive. Most people need a place to get rid of it. Um, the, only, the only thing you'd want to avoid maybe is just using using that right around a, a newly planted tree just because as the wood chips start to decompose, they can change the soil chemistry. Yeah. Um, but wood chips, absolutely, as, as far and wide as you can spread them underneath the canopies of the trees is a great thing. And then Rob yeah, talked yeah. Rob, I'm sorry. Yeah, Rob, talk a little bit, though, about the mulch not touching the bottom of the tree. That's important. Yeah, that's a really good point you brought up. Um, you know, when you, when you are mulching, whether it's with your double shredded dark mulch or wood chips, um, we, we want to keep a, a, a gap between the, the, the mulch where it ends and the bottom of the tree. You know, when you, you think of a tree, you draw a tree as a kid, you know, you, at the bottom of the tree, you flare it out, right? You, you typically don't make it look like a pencil stuck in the ground. The same thing, we want to make sure we always can still see that root flare, we call it, at the base of the tree and not get that mulch piled up around that root flare. Yeah, it should look more like a donut, not a volcano, definitely. Well, yeah, good. there you go. Thank yep. you. Thank you very much for your call. Yep, thanks. All right, Rob. Well, we're just about out of time. Uh, I just want to thank you again for coming on. We will be working together this week for the TV show. I'm looking forward to season two. We're going to have a lot of fun, and uh, R- Rob has lots of ideas about what we're going to what we're going to film, and uh, we're going to do pruning. We're going to do planting. We're going to do disease control. It's going to be awesome. So, Rob, yep. thanks very much uh, for more information about Davy Tree or to ask what's going on with your trees. Go to davy.com slash kdka, and remember, you can always call the experts from Davy Tree at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. And as I said, hey, man, they come out for free, and they have a code of ethics. They're not going to try and sell you something. Now, if you didn't get through today or you're too shy to call, I'm answering questions at dougoster.com. I do that all week long. I feel that's part of my job. Uh, I love hearing what's going on out there. If you got ideas for stories, too, I would sure love to hear what's going on in your garden. Uh, I got all my information. I have free online classes on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Uh, we're having a lot of fun doing those classes because it's interactive. You know, you can watch them later, but it's fun when we can talk back and forth. And, again, I get lots of ideas from gardeners when I'm teaching these classes. And 
I've got some seats uh, open for the second trip to Tuscany. I'm having so much fun traveling. You know, just got back from Portugal. Like uh, Rob said, I'm a little jet lagged, but I feel good. Uh, you could probably hear it in my voice. Uh, got a cold when I was uh, actually in Portugal, which was no fun. I had to have some of that, uh, oh, what was it called? I don't know. They put rum and uh, uh, passion fruit juice together. That'll clear your clear your sinuses right up. <laughs> so, yeah, Tuscany is going to be awesome. There's no better place in the world than, than Italy. We're going to see Florence and Pisa and then uh, off the beaten path. This has always been my dream to get off the beaten path and into these beautiful little hill towns, you know, the food, the wine, and most importantly, the people. Remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. All right, Doug, thanks. Have a great week. Stay with us. It is certified Hereford beef. Get the grill going. we got a lot to get to with Frank Dentisi on the Coons Cooking Hour. Moments away on KDKA. Good morning. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.